You with the upper hand in your fantasy football leagues? Then you've come to the right place. To the right place. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. Hey guys, welcome to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. This is Faraz here. I'm here with Zach. I uh, just wanted to do a, a quick episode with you guys today, uh, real quick, you know, just to talk about Jamar Hamlin and that situation. I, I know a lot of people are trying to figure out, you know, what to do, you know, with their fantasy championships and stuff. So, you know, we'll, we want to address that as well. Um, you know, but first, you know, uh, you know, updates on, on, on Jamar Hamlin, um, you know, just as of, you know, this morning, we're recording this around 10 a.m. Eastern time. So, you know, hopefully we get some better news as we go. But, um, you know, as of right now, you know, he apparently uh, his oxygen that he was getting right is now you know down to 50 percent, which means that he is improving, um, and then he's he's doing fifty percent uh, of the breathing himself. So you know, hopefully that improves even further. Um, he's obviously you know he's still sedated uh, to help him recover. Uh, you know, his uncle is one of the people who has been providing some updates. Um, you know, also. Uh, Coley Harvey, who works for ESPN, reported there. He apparently spoke with a, a family friend today, this morning, uh, that you know that said the doctors did see some promising readings overnight. Nothing specific there, but uh, you know, obviously, you know, just want to you know make sure that we all you know keep him and his family in our thoughts and prayers. You know, as you know, hopefully he continues to improve over the next couple of days. Yeah, absolutely. With this situation, it's just a crazy thing that we don't ever see. You know, I, I don't think I remember a situation like this ever coming up in no. football, at least since I've been watching. And I don't know. I'm sure you've been watching a little bit longer than I am for us. I have for us, but I don't remember anything like this. It wasn't an injury caused by like some hit. Obviously, he did get hit, you know, when he's making the tackle. But that was a routine tackle. It's not anything that's going to be, you know, you can't let you can't blame T. Higgins. You can't blame anybody on the field or any type of interaction right. there for this type of injury. It's just. You know, bang, bang, it happened. Uh, it was terrible to see, you know, obviously a scary scene. The NFL did make the right move, I think, you know, canceling the game, at least postponing it. They're not going to be playing it this week. It's going to be interesting to see how that goes. But definitely, you know, the main concern here is DeMar Hamlin. And it is good to hear that, you know, he's improving at least a little bit. You know, baby steps, take it one thing at a time. You don't have to rush him. Uh, we just want to see him get better. Um, I, I wasn't watching the game, but I did see the replay as soon as it came out. And I was just like, I, I couldn't believe, first of all, I couldn't believe that they posted it. I, I didn't think that was going to be available. But then I saw it. I was like, man, like, that's just terrible. You know, like, I, I couldn't yeah. believe that happened. You know, it's just so routine. And we, we've played, we've seen so many games played and nothing like this happens. It's, it, nobody really knew what to do. And I think it was great to see all the support that came around him. You know, that charity that he had, they set the goal for $2,500. And now it's up at $5 million. Like, man, right. when he wakes up, yeah, that's going to be something for him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, when he wakes up and he sees all the support, that's like some some life-changing stuff right there. You know, he was yeah. already a very positive person. It seemed like, a, you know, a big part of the community and all of that and somebody who's already was making a difference in a lot of young people's lives, um, which was, which is you know, amazing to see. Um, so, you know, when he does wake up and when he sees all the support, like, dude, that that is – he was already positive, but I can imagine it you know, improving his, you know, overall outlook on just, you know, human beings in general, just to see in the app, you know, and, and it's cool, you know, because in terms of, you know, what Cincinnati and that community has done, you know, you know, obviously Demar Hamlin's still in Cincinnati, you know, in, in, in their hospital there. And, you know, that community has really, you know, kind of 
uh, come through for them as well. Because, you know, we, we, we know how Bill's Mafia rolls, right? And, right. you know, if, if we know that if the situation was the other way around with a Cincinnati player in Buffalo, you know, Buffalo would obviously, you know, we know what that community is like already, right? That community always comes through. Yeah. So, you know, it's really nice to see Cincinnati, you know, and the whole country really. You know, uh, you know, really supporting him and, and and praying for him and thinking of him and all that. So, um, you know, uh, just just hoping that he continues to improve. Like you said, baby steps, and you know, hopefully over the next couple of days we we get some some more positive news. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was also cool because all the you know NFL teams had their Twitter handles and their photos. You know, they changed it to the pray for Demar thing that um the Bills put out. Uh, just you know, good to see, like you said, everybody rally around him, and it's been like one of the great traditions. Like it doesn't take just this extent of like an injury or an incident to happen where like the new tradition is if something happens that isn't good for anybody you know in the nfl community like all this outreach the bill started a tradition of like donating all this money you know to charities and all that stuff like it just happens every time something happens so it's a really good culture that it seems like the nfl has and it shows you you know the power of sports and just what it can do for people it's not just you know, we sit down and watch a game. We sit here, we talk about fantasy football. We look at the numbers, yes. And at times it can seem like we're breaking it down and these people are becoming insignificant. We're looking more at the numbers than the people. But in, in this case, it's obviously not the case at all. You know, we're going to be talking about the people here involved and just the people in the NFL, the people in this community, in the sports community, the media, like everybody rallying around them. It just shows how impactful and how amazing it can be, you know, for anybody that needs any type of support especially the level that DeMar Hamlin needs right now. He needs all the help that he can get, and he's getting it. Obviously, the people in Cincinnati, the health people, um, first responders taking care of him, getting him out off the field. You know, just big shout-out to everybody involved, um, but just everybody else afterwards. You know, even the people just stopping by, offering their prayers to one guy. This I saw a Bengals fan or a Bills fan. He came in from Buffalo. He stopped at Cincinnati's hospital before he left, and he knelt down in prayer, prayed for him right, right before he left. So just everybody doing their part. It's really good to see the the community rally around him. Yeah, man, one hundred percent. So you know, we'll we'll continue to keep him in in our thoughts, and you know, hopefully we get get some more news. You know, as we go. Um, now, you know, I know that a lot of people are trying to figure out how to handle their fantasy championships. You know, with the Bills Bengals game uh, postponed as of right now. Um, you know, potentially canceled. It is possible that that happens. Um, right. Now, obviously, you know, every fantasy league is going to be doing it differently, and that's good. Right. Like if your league is the type of league that votes on stuff for everything, you know, great. You know, do that. If your league is a type where the commissioner usually rules on these type of things, you know, hit, hit him or herself. As long as, as it's because the commissioner is a reasonable person, then that's fine as well. Um, and, you know, we're going to be talking about a few different ways to handle this. Um, and and one way, which is my you know preferred way of handling the situation when it comes to deciding the champion in your fantasy football league is, you know, if the game was already in someone's favor by a big margin, like, you know, the win percentage when the game stopped was like 75% or something or higher. I think my top choice to handle this is just to declare the person who's currently up as the champion of the league. And, you know, I think that's the most straightforward way uh, and you kind of handle it like you would, you know, if those players, the other team had, if they had, if whoever they had left, like, you know, let's say they got hurt or something like that. If the game got canceled because of, of some other circumstances, you know, there's a lot of luck involved in fantasy football. And, you know, if you had players left that you were hoping went off on Monday night in order for you to win, you know, this is just 
you know, kind of bad luck in terms of them not being able to play this game, right? So right. we know that there's already a big luck component, um, you know, when we're playing fantasy football. And I think, you know, this kind of just added to that element a little bit. Um, so I think that, you know, if there was a, a real favorite already, like in terms of going into Monday Night Football or at least when the game finished, um, you know, I think at that point you can kind of you, you can you can make a judgment whether to call it at that point and kind of declare a champion uh, right now. Yeah, I think that makes you know total sense. You talk about it being the luck. You know, obviously every week you can have a team that puts up 180 points and then they turn around and put up 80 points. It's like, like you said, if there was a clear winner, you know, 75% or more, I feel like you do just let the person that was up win. And chances are this is the championship round. If you have the money that you're going to be the payout, you know, it's going to be going to multiple people. I imagine the top three uh, placers get the money. Um, I don't think anybody's going to be upset taking a second place consolation prize because of this circumstance. You know, they're going to be getting in most instances more money than they put in. So, and obviously it's not all about the money, but the thing is um, it, it, it's second place versus first. And it's not like you're going to be hanging your hat. Like, man, my team really crapped the bed and I, I didn't, you know, win the, the league because of my own decision-making. It's like, no, nah, it's just a terrible circumstance, a situation that happened obviously with Lamar Hamlin and no one's going to clown on you. If you say, okay, I had to take second place because of this incident, you know, and I'm not saying that right. you should just take it and be happy, but this is um, just the reality of the situation. I don't think anybody's going to be like, you know, beating themselves up over finishing second in this situation, because then you can also hang your hat on the fact like, okay, well maybe if this game continued, you know, maybe my team would have pulled through and you can kind of live with that. You know, you have that kind of closure, but um, I, I'm, I think at the end of the day, that's probably the easiest and best option. Anything else is probably just going to be, you know, a lot of hoops to jump through and a lot right. of technicalities. Um, obviously there, there are ways to do it like that, but I think the easiest straightforward way that we're going to see, and I think that are we doing that in our league too? I think we're just going to have the person that was up wins. Yeah, well, in in our situation, and you know, like I do happen to be the champion of that league in that in, in one of those leagues because you know, and I, I am also commissioner too. But I was also like ninety. I think I was like ninety. I had like a ninety-eight or ninety-nine percent chance of winning. So right. it was a lot more straightforward. And and the guy who I'm playing against, um, I actually went up to where he lived, uh, to watch it with him uh, uh. because uh, to be honest with you, I wanted to rub it in his face. And I wanted to, <laughs> I went to where he lived because I didn't want him to have a huge walk or drive of shame home right, after, right. after I kicked his ass. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, as soon as I got there, obviously, like, you know, we watched the game for a couple minutes and it was over, you know, but we still kind of hung out or whatever. But um, at the end of the day, like he was also, he, he had no expectations of winning also. Yeah. So, you know, we, we talked about it and it was pretty easy. Um, as a, people, I figured that out. they're not going to be unreasonable with this you know especially if they're in the league then i don't think anyone's gonna be like you know screaming kicking upset that you know this game went the way that it did and that they may end up getting second place i think for the most part you know people are going to be reasonable i know in our league everyone's reasonable too it's like all you have to do okay. is have that discussion with your league mates it's not going to be difficult just figure out something that makes every everybody happy and it's going to be very easy to just kind of resolve this on its own yeah, yeah. Hopefully you have reasonable people that you're dealing with. I think this is, you know, one of those situations where sometimes as a commissioner, you, you know, you, you're dealing with people who might be unreasonable and it's a, a pretty hard job. But if you have a bunch of players in your league who are pretty reasonable people, then the job gets a lot easier for sure. Right. Um, now, it's possible that this game gets rescheduled, right? And it continues from where it left off, right? So mm -hmm. if, if it does end up getting rescheduled, then I, I don't think they're going to play it 0-0. You know, I think they're going to end up, you know, the same score, same place on the field, same down and distance, all that Clock, kind of stuff, yeah. and just continue from there. Clock, all that. Um, but 
is definitely not happening this week, right? The NFL already said that. Yeah. So, you know, if it happens after week 18, you know, we're talking a different set of circumstances for these two teams potentially, right? Like if it's the same circumstances, then yes, you can probably, and you should recalculate the scores based on that game. Um, the sleeper app actually is going to put in a new button into their app, into the commissioner tools. Um, if that game does get played and it'll be there after the game is done where you can just hit the button and it'll recalculate that matchup for you. Um, and all the points in that matchup. So obviously, you know, all this is up to your league and how you want to handle it. Um, this is how I'm handling it as commissioner of a few leagues. Um, and obviously as commissioner, you know, I listen to feedback from the rest of the league to make sure that we're all on the same page and any, all the concerns are kind of addressed. Right. And that's the way to do it. Uh, I think, like I said, I've seen the way you operate. And that would be the same way I operate. I'm a commissioner a league or two elsewhere. And I'm operating almost the same way. You know, obviously, a couple of friends like to be pain in the butt and just complain <laughs> right. about it a little bit. But, you know, you, you get over that. It's fine. Um, just do what makes the most people happy, I think. There might be one or two people that don't agree. But, you know, chances are they might not even be in the championship. So, so I wouldn't worry yeah. about it, you know. There's, it's tough to deal with this. There's no exact right way to deal with this. Just find the way that makes everybody um, the most satisfied. Now, as far as league payouts go and winnings go um, in this scenario, like that we just talked yeah. about, like, so if you choose to award whoever was winning at the time, like when the game was halted and if it was close, if it was close, I do my best as commissioner to suggest some sort of split payout, right? Yeah. So like if or if I was in the championship myself and it was close and I was winning and if it was like, you know, I had a 55% chance of winning, for example, right? And then, you know, I think at that point, you kind of start having a conversation about, you know, what's fair in terms of who actually is the champion in that in that scenario. And, you know, we'll get there in a, in a second. But uh, in terms of payout, when it comes to money, I, I try and split the money somehow. Like it doesn't have to be down the middle, right? right. It's really up to those two people in the championship, um, to figure that out and again hopefully the two people in the championship are reasonable people right, right and nice people and you know if i have like a 68 percent chance of winning right uh, you know i would be like all right you know let's split the pot you know 70 30 or even like 80 20 right it doesn't even have yeah. it doesn't have to be the exact percentage you know what i'm saying like that's kind of subjective so some sort of you know be like hey listen like this is bad circumstances it looks like i was going to win but i'm going to give you a little bit of this of this payout right and if there was already a second place prize, then you might not have to do that, depending right. on how close the prize money was between first and second place. Um, that, there is obviously a lot of gray area here, um, you know, but just trying to give some ideas ar ar around that. Does that does that make sense? Yeah, no, that makes that makes total sense. I think that's that's one hundred percent true. I think in that instance where there is a second place prize, you wouldn't have to worry about you know doling out any of the championship money um, to anybody else. And that would assume that second place is maybe you know doubling the money that they put in, but not, you know, obviously getting the largest payout at first place. And I don't think anybody would be upset with that. But, you know, sometimes you run into that. Um, I don't know if if you want to get really technical, just the thought that I had while you're talking about, you know, you talk about the percentage, the win chance percentage. Like if it's just one payout, maybe you just pay out the percentage of your win chance, you know, in yeah, money. I mean, you know if you want to, yeah, if you want to do it that way, you know, feel free. I mean, yeah, just uh, some people, some people might think like, well, you know, I was going to win. So maybe you, you you know you get a, you take a little bit more yeah. of it you know um, but yeah it's look it depends on the league you know it depends on you know the people in the championship so yeah I I, I hear you like if you want to if you want to just like cut it right you know, that do, way yeah if you want to cut it right that way just look at what the app says 
you know what the percentage is and split it down go for it you know yeah like, if it's a hundred dollar prize you have a 65 percent chance of winning you get 65 dollars. <laughs> i guess <laughs> you know it makes saying? it less subjective right yeah if you do it that way um you just just defer to the app you know whatever the app mm-hmm. says and kind of go from there so you could do it that way um all right let's get into some other options potentially like you know in terms of determining league champ like one way i've seen a few people do you know this in terms of you know how they want to rescore is use in-season averages for those monday night football players and calculate it that way i'm not a huge fan of that solution you know guys can have good games they can have bad games i rather just take the real circumstances of what happened and roll with it that's just me um Mm -hmm. some might think this is the most fair um and if your league prefers this great you know i think what's most important is that your league can come to some sort of agreement you know if the commissioner isn't making that ruling you know him or herself um yeah like, I'm, not, you, I'm not a big you, fan of this option either. Yeah. You know, but right. it is one way to resolve it. If you really want to just go X's and O's, you know, by the book, you know, that kind of thing. This is how it would have played out in most circumstances. That's what averages are for, you know. Um, yeah. But I, I don't think you can ever account. I mean, how many times do we ever see a player, you know, play and score their average points unless you're Najee Harris this season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And I it's mean, only like so, 10 points anyway. Yeah. So um, it, it's not going to be much, especially for guys like Gabe Davis who put up, you know, 20-some points. Obviously, it hasn't happened this season. But, you know, just guys that are volatile, when they put up 20 points some weeks and two points the next week, to have them yeah. get their average of 11 or 12, That's that true. could swing the game pretty heavily, you know? That's because true. Because if, if a player has four 20-point games and then the rest are like five or six-point games, that's going to be a big swing. You know, points yeah. that you wouldn't usually have, you're getting added. So I think that this is, you know, like you said, your least favorite option. It might be my least favorite option too. But if you want to go buy the book and just buy numbers alone, you could do that. And like you said, with all of these options that we're presenting, it's just whatever works for your league. Don't, you know, worry about it. If everybody else agrees to it and we're saying it's our least favorite option, oh, well, you know, do what works yeah. for you. Exactly. Um, an- another thing that you could do is move the championship to week 18. Um, yeah. you know, that might bail some people out. But if, if the championship on your platform, like whatever you use, ESPN, Sleeper, whatever, if it was scheduled for week 17, uh, you most likely aren't able to pick up players. Um, you know, the commissioner might be able to go in and change that, right. uh, but you might not be able to do it on your own. Um, if the league, if your league already is already deemed over, right. And that's what right. these platforms are doing where like you, it's kind of over at this point. Um, the platforms, what they're not doing is they're not giving out the payouts and we'll talk about that in a second. Um, so on sleeper, for example, right. It, you can't pick up players right now or change right. your lineup at this point. Like if your championship was set for week 17, as of today, you go into the app, you can't change your lineup. You can't pick up players. So the commissioner would have to go in and like make your lineup moves for you. And then you right. might have to, I don't even know. Like, can you, um, what are the players showing up as? Like, are they, are they showing up as who they're playing this week? I think it shows if you go to your team yeah. tab on sleeper. Yeah. So they're going to, they're it, playing, but it, there's no calculating for the total team score. It's just giving you their, no, it looks like the, it, it is, it might calculate um, because it's showing the team that they're playing and, it's showing the, the projected points. So right. it, it's possible that it does end up calculating it. Worst case scenario, you calculate it yourself. Or yeah, you use... Pen and paper. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you, you don't have to, like, figure out, like, the yardage and stuff because the points will be there on some fantasy pros or whatever. You can yeah. add the points mm-hmm. up or whatever. So, right. um, but, yeah, it, it, you know, that's something that you might have to do. Um, but just keep in mind, you know, if you move your championship to Week 18, you know, Week 18 is also most likely going to be a landmine. Right. Right. Teams, teams, resting players, right. All that random players getting opportunities. Some guys 
who are going to play, you know, you play Saquon, but then Brian Dable decides to pull him, you know, out for the first drive, right? Yeah. Or, you know, who else? Um, Tampa Bay, they had nothing to play for, right? You, you, you put in uh, Chris Godwin, right? And, you know, all of a sudden he plays one drive or two, and then he right. comes out because they, they don't need anything in this game, right? So it's going to be a mess. Um, so we're, we're going to get more into that on Friday's show uh, where we'll preview week 18. Um, you know, but just keeping that in mind when you're making a decision, uh, you know, of potentially going into, into week 18, um, you know, another option is to use Buffalo and Cincinnati's players scoring in week 18 and apply it to week 17. Right. You know, you can do that. Like I prefer that over moving the championship, using the averages or moving the entire championship to week 18. Right. Um, but I'm still not a huge fan of this one just in general. Um, it's just different matchups, right? Like the Bills yeah. are going up against the Patriots, uh, which is, you know, it's a easier matchup for bang for you know than the Bengals, you know, mm-hmm. for Josh Allen and their pass catchers. And the Bengals are going up against the Ravens, you know, which might not have the same type of game script, you know, as the, as the Bills Bengals would have. So again, if this makes it simple for your league, I get it. Do your thing. Um, I think I'd rather, you know, again, do this than move my entire championship to Week 18. I think right. that's just going to make things really messy. Um, taking the totals from week 18 for me i'm just thinking about this you know it just seems like it would be a little bit tough (laughs) you know what i mean because those matchups are going to be different and it's a little dicey because we don't know what these teams are playing for at this point you know the Bengals. obviously there's no resolution and no win loss going down in the in the in the column you know for the either of these teams the bills or the Bengals. so are the bills still in contention for top seed you know are the Bengals? But Bengals playing for a division championship in division like it's there's a lot on the line to sit like things that we would have known if this game had been played all the way through that we don't know now we don't know what right. the stakes are for these teams and then do you play this game with the thought in mind that you are have to turn around in four days maybe play a game on Thursday you know if they decide to resume this I'm not sure where right. else they would fit it in the schedule you know they don't know exactly what's going on at this point. So I don't know how they're going to address this. It's going to be interesting to see, but um, yeah, it's just so much ambiguity with week 18 that I might kind of lean away from, you know, doing those, take yeah. those numbers from week 18. Yeah. And it's, it's a reasonable solution. I just think, I mean, you can poke holes in any option, you know, there's going to be yeah. ways to do that. But for me, that just, it's just, there's so much ambiguity. I think that would actually maybe store up even more uncertainty than necessary. That's just my thought. though. I'm yeah. not saying it's a no. bad idea, but. No, I'm I'm with you. I mean, it's 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 there's definitely holes in this solution for sure. Um, uh, situations change. What what are these teams playing for? You know, hopefully we get some more, um, you know, some more comments from the NFL with this. I'm sure that they've been working, you know, yeah. really hard over the last 24 hours to try to figure out or 48 hours to try to figure out what they're going to do with the situation, um, uh, in terms of that. Um, so 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 we'll get something soon, and we'll probably give you guys an update, um, on Friday in, in on a podcast, probably on my Instagram too, to see, you know. Um, in terms of like how the NFL is going to handle it and what if we need to do anything or if, if it affects how we're going to handle these championships. Right. Um, also, I think this one is not talked about enough. I, I think there's nothing wrong with naming, you know, dual champions. You know, if it was right. close, if it was close, you know, split the payout, right? Name dual champions, you know, and, you know, that's that, right? It, it's a unique situation. I think having dual champions gives the glory to two people. Right. And yep. sometimes, depending on who's in the championship, they wouldn't mind that. Right. So, right. You know, Zach, if me and you win the championship, 
and it was 50 50 i'd be like you know what me and zach are champions this year or like you know we both and we split the pot or whatever um you know depending on who's in the championship you know i don't know if they would mind or not so i'd run that by the two in the championship if it was close you know and see what's up you know if some of these other options won't work you know if if you don't if it's really hard for you guys to pick one winner you know this one this might be a solution for you right i wouldn't I think dual champions is a fine idea. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I would hold off on making that decision until we know for sure whether this game's being played. You know, that yeah. kind of decision has to wait. Like where we're talking about different ways to address scoring, assuming that, you know, there might be another game. They might resume it. Uh, this option, I think, is like, I don't want to call it the last resort because it's not a bad option, but it's just something that you're going to have to decide on ultimately after everything is said and done. If it comes Agreed. down to it and you can't, you don't have a resolution. That's satisfying everybody. I think this one would be just fine. You know, dual champions. I, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Obviously, the competitive nature of me would say, no, we can't have dual champions. But in this circumstance, right. you have to be like, you know, I, I think that would be reasonable. It's not like you're throwing it out there and people are going to shun you for doing it. You know, and, you know, it's the same thing with the with the payouts. Like, you know, if your league is going to open the possibility of recalculating the finals, if the Bengals and Bills resume play at some point in the future, it could be a week from now, two weeks from now, three weeks from now. It could be in that Pro Bowl week. Who knows? Right. I have no idea how this is going to work. Or like, you know, move the games back and then cancel the Pro Bowl or whatever, and then the Pro Bowl week, you know. Um, but, you know, you you might not want to make uh, to do payouts, you know, until the NFL makes a decision on that game. Like, I wouldn't be doing payouts today. You know, unless you already, you guys already decided, you know, that it's done, right? But right. at the same time, like, if if platforms like Sleeper are going to give you, like, a, just a one-button click to recalculate if the games are going to be played, then might as well have that play out. Yeah. Right? Like, for example, in the league that we're in together, yes, we decided that, you know, the person who's up 98% had a chance to win in this game is the champion. However... If the game does get played at some point in the next couple of weeks, I'm gonna hit the recalculate button. And yep. if 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 I end up losing, you know, on some miraculous stuff, it is what it is. I, I lost, right? Mm-hmm. And and the, cha- the true champion is gonna be crowned at that point because I think that's a lot more of a fair solution. Yeah, no, I think that's absolutely fair, and we see that kind of stuff all the time. So you can't worry about you know something crazy happening because it happens all the time in the league so where if they replay this and it suddenly the tide turns josh allen puts up 30 joe burrow puts up negative two you know you can't rule that kind of stuff out just like yeah. you couldn't any other week um just a little anecdote just to show how much this stuff happens i was down by two and i had nick Foles and gerald everett to play two weeks ago um nick Foles put up negative points and gerald everett had zero so i needed two points to win i lost by four so <laughs> this kind of right. stuff happens all the time um you can't ever rule it out so yeah i think if that recalculate button is there you know and you decide that you want to play it out, just see how it goes. I'm in agreement. You know, I think you hit that button and just see how it goes. It'll it'll declare your champion pretty much for you in that circumstance. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think we covered most of the scenarios, Zach, right? Yeah. I, I think we got most of it there. So I hope that helped. Um, you know, I just got I got a ton of DMs over the past couple of days, like, hey, how do I, especially yesterday, like, how do I handle this? So, you know, just figured that this will help some people. Um, but yeah, um, so our thoughts are with you know, DeMar Hamlin and his family, you know, I can't imagine what they're going through right now. You know, all this stuff seems extremely right. that we're talking about in this podcast. The streams, it seems, you know, extremely unimportant in the grand scheme of things. Uh, you know, we just hope that DeMar can get better and he gets to see all the support that he's been getting through all this. Um, you know, like I said before, it seems like he was already a very positive person and 
you know, someone in the community that a lot of people looked up to. So, you know, when he comes right. out of this and he gets to see all the support that has been given, you know, in his, his, his direction, um, you know, I think that's some life changing stuff right there. So, you know, anyone's faith in humanity overall, you know, has to be increased at that point, you know, so we're, yeah. we're hoping the best for him. And, uh, and yeah, I hope this, hope this helped to, you know, help you guys a little bit, you know, with your decisions with championship week. Right. Yeah. And then the other thing, just to kind of, you know, we're learning obviously a lot more about Demar Hamlin now, you know, what's going on, but just something quote that he said, he said it like two weeks ago and he said, you know, just go hug someone you love, you know, tell them you love them because you never know when it could be your last moment. And here we are. And he's he fighting for his life. He said that like two weeks ago oh, wow. on the podcast. So oh, wow. I, remember, I saw it, it was posted all over the place. So it's like, you know, take those words to heart, you know, yeah. that, that definitely just don't take any moment or minute for granted, you know, because I mean, just something that he said, and that rings true every single day. Just go say, I love you to someone that you love, you know, don't waste another minute. Just let them know if you do, because you never know when it could be your last minute. Obviously we're praying for Demar, and that he's going to be okay. And I think he's going to be okay. You know, I, I believe that he's going to pull through and he'll be able to see all this love and out, outpouring of support that he's gotten. Um, but just go say, I love you and be thankful and grateful for everybody that you have in your life. Well said. And, and with that, we'll, we're going to close uh, out today's show. Uh, we'll be back on Friday. We'll, we'll go over some week, week 18 stuff um, just in case you guys, you know, are going to be playing in week 18. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that'll do it for us. Uh, have a great rest of the week, everybody. And we'll talk to you guys on Friday. See you later. Bye-bye.